What's up, y'all? Shoe Booty Sports coming at you Tuesday night, episode 115 in the Century Zone now and continuing on. Uh, this is your host, Grand Pal, co-host Bradley Brown over there on the other screen. Say what's up, Brad. What's happening? Lots of stuff going on. A lot of stuff happened the day after our podcast last week, so we got a lot of catching up to do. First, quick shout out to our sponsor, Rhino Races. Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. You can sign up for one or all five of their races at rhinoraces.com. Run your race at your convenience. Track it with your fitness app of choice. Screenshot your results as proof of completion. Submit that screenshot to rhinoraces.com under the Submit Results section. Once your results are verified by Rhino Races staff, your award will be shipped to you by mail. Also, check out their gear section for T-shirts, wristbands, decals, and more. That's rhinoraces.com. Rhino Races is the premier virtual running series, and you can find us, Shoe Booty Sports, on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at Shoe Booty Sports. I did see something about Google Podcasts going away here eventually. It'll be turned into like YouTube music or something, so we'll keep you all updated on that. But in the meantime, let's get to the show. Day after our show last week, uh, some pretty big news in the college football world. Nick Saban announces his retirement. I mean, whoa, <laughs> it's yeah. just a pretty big bomb there. And I mean, heck, uh, I, I don't know how much longer it was. A few days later, it felt like uh, Kalen DeBoer was hired as the new coach of Alabama. What do you think of that hire, by the way? I think it's an A-plus hire. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, the guy's done nothing but win everywhere he's been. So, I I don't know. I'll, I'm sure it's an A-plus hire, but we'll see. We will see. And anyone questioning the timing of it, you want to keep all – you want to keep those recruits. You want to keep them from decommitting. They already had – you saw when Saban announced yeah. his retirement that day uh, – you know, whatever, five-star recruit receiver, like number nine overall in this class, something like that, decommitted right away. So in order to, you know, keep the floodgates from opening up and it being transfer, transfer portal, you know, times 100 there in Tuscaloosa, go ahead and get a get your hire out of the way or target your guy, hire him. They did that. It sounds like they got their guy, like they got, they got the guy that they wanted. Yeah, I think it's a good hire. Uh, Nick Saban, I mean, the GOAT. I mean, what else can we really say? Is there more that we can really add to that? He's the best college football coach ever. Uh, you you could maybe argue he's the best football coach ever. Yeah. I, uh, so, I think that's a pretty good argument. So, Yeah, you, you could certainly make that argument. And I, and I wouldn't argue with you. So, yeah, Saban, Saban retires uh, as... You know, Razorback fans. Hey, I you. I don't know if it matters who's the Alabama right now. I I don't know if that Arkansas football team is going to beat Alabama anytime soon. But no. certainly not while Nick Saban is there. Saban, how many years was he at Alabama? Seventeen. Seventeen and zero against the Razorbacks. Seventeen and zero against Arkansas as the Alabama head football coach. He did lose some when he was at LSU, but not many. Yeah, seventeen and zero against the Hogs. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's against the Razorbacks. So uh, people say you know, big deal, right? 
but still, I mean, they, there were some good, there were some good teams. Uh, I mean, especially the one year Arkansas should have had them in 2006. Yeah. Sure enough, Saban finds a way, found a way to pull it off. Okay. So, uh, Saban retires, uh, Kalen DeBoer hired. All right. And also, uh, Bill Belichick took a little bit of time. I didn't necessarily think it would come that Monday following the end of the NFL regular season, but Bill, Bill Belichick and the Patriots parting ways. Pete Carroll, no longer the coach of the Seahawks. He's moving into a front office role. You know, that's essentially their way of saying, you know, we don't want to fire you. You know, you've won a Super Bowl here. You got to another. Uh, same thing with Belichick. We're parting ways. Uh, Pete Carroll moved to a front office position. Both guys sound like they want to keep coaching. Yeah. Pete Carroll definitely did a week or week or so ago. Saying he feels good, all that. Uh, yeah, but Belichick though for sure. I mean, he's already interviewed with the Falcons. I, I'm I'm a little little surprised that it's that team, you know, that he's interviewing with. He did say he wanted a project team. That'd be a pretty big project down there yeah. in Atlanta. That's quite the project. I, I think Belichick needs to go to a situation where there's a GM that knows how to draft and build a team, and Bill can just coach them. Bill's shown that he, in recent years, especially in the last decade, you know, he he can't draft. He can't evaluate players in the draft. Uh, that those New England teams just steadily just kept losing talent. I mean, can you name other than Edelman? Can you name another receiver that was on that Patriots Super Bowl team that beat the Falcons in overtime? Wasn't it like a didn't Brady complete like a long pass to a, to a Chris Hogan? Yeah, Hogan was on there. Yeah, I'm surprised I remember that. I would only know that just because he was on that Super Bowl team. I mean, he's not he's not in the league. He, you know, he didn't go anywhere else and do damage. No. It's just, I don't know. I I think the Atlanta interview is a head scratcher for me. I think if you're Belichick, no, I think if you're Belichick, you need to go to a team that just needs coaching. Just needs coaching. Have, have a GM there that knows what they're doing, knows how to build a team, and just needs a coach. I'd say, I'd say the Dallas job might be coming open soon but they don't have a gm there to me that now knows what they're doing now that dallas defense is good they weren't good sunday whatever it was man the packers lit them up but we're gonna get to that in a bit yeah uh, where, do, where do you see uh belichick ending up if you just had to guess Ooh. where's he coaching this uh. time next year hot take hot take time Hot take means it's not necessarily going to happen. This is just a hot take. So, I uh, see Dallas throwing the most money at him. You see that? Like people would keep saying that. Like, oh, if that Dallas job comes open, Belichick's going to jump on it. You see Bill Belichick taking orders from Jerry Jones? No. Yeah, I, I don't see that working. I'm sure Jerry's, you know, would be all sorts of excited about it and just about making that higher, but I, I don't see that working with Bill Belichick. Uh, an owner that's 
goes out of his way to do interviews and be out in the open and Bill Belichick, who does everything he can to avoid an interview. It's, I, I don't necessarily, now you could say, here, talk to Jerry, right? I hear he'll do the media stuff, but, but Jerry's going to want his piece of the, uh, piece of the pie. I don't know if that's the correct way to say it. Jerry's going to want to be involved in building the team. Of course, Bill has shown he can't do that recently, so I don't know. Maybe maybe it can work, but I don't necessarily see it meshing. It's still oil and water to me. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily see the Falcons either. Not Carolina. Uh, you, I wouldn't want to take that. Now, now that's a project. That's certainly that's a, a project. project. Yeah. I would rather take over the Falcons than the Panthers right now, especially with that owner. You want to talk about Jerry Jones being a guy you don't necessarily want to take orders from, but I mean, Jerry has at least built a playoff team. Yeah. And there are pieces there to get excited about. There's nothing to get excited about in Carolina. The owner's going to want to make the picks and it's not a good team. And the owner is as, erratic as they come i mean he is definitely quick to pull the trigger on firing someone we've seen that fired frank reich for essentially for coaching a team that the owner put together and it's kind of been it's not necessarily been on record but there's been plenty of whispers that frank reich did not want bryce young and you know we could see why he he preferred Stroud, and we can all see why now. Yeah, and then Frank Wright gets fired for it. We don't have to rehash all that. We 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 all know the story. If you don't by now, uh, Google it. At this point, I don't see that happening. I could see Belichick being interested in the Washington job. I I, yeah, that. I have seen some stuff on that. That would be interesting. It's kind it's kind of northeast. <laughs> You know, I, I could say I know he wants to stay in that area. It, it's at least been reported, and he lo- he just looks like a northeast coach, doesn't he? I mean, with do you see Belichick without the hoodie? Do you see Belichick in like short sleeves and a visor? Now he's going to be in the hoodie no matter what. Yeah, he's got to be in the hoodie. He's a northeast guy through and through. He's a northeast football guy. I could see that being a possibility, Washington. I mean, that's not. That's not a bad situation. I touched up on that last week, talking about the Harbaugh situation, possibly looking at Washington. Of course, he's he's interviewed with the Chargers, and I I do love that. I mean, he Harbaugh has shown he wants to or has coached in California on numerous occasions, so that's where he started, right? I think he started at San Diego University, like not San Diego State, San Diego University, I believe it was. And that's where he started his coaching career. Uh, we'll get our guys to fact check on that, but I think that's accurate. But I'll yeah, take I, your I, word I would, on it. yeah, I would say Washington is a good candidate. Of course, like I said, hot take time, so who knows? But if I had to pick, I'm, I'm going to go with Washington. We will see what happens, though. All right. Uh, like I said, Harbaugh interviewed with the Chargers. Harbaugh and Herbert, I like that combination. We've seen what happens when 
you know, a good quarterback is exposed to bad coaching. See this, see this example right here. Well, co let me phrase it this way. Coaching can make all the difference. How did Matt Ryan do with Kyle Shanahan as an offensive coordinator? Just got to a Super Bowl and was the league MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Herbert with bad coaching. Uh, he, he's been forgettable. It's been a forgettable year. When he got hurt, you didn't even necessarily, it wasn't like it was big news because the Chargers were kind of already out of it and Herbert wasn't exactly lighting it up anyway. Uh, the Chargers just progressively got worse. And how did Jay, okay, another example. How did Jalen Hurts do last year with Shane Steichen as the Eagles offensive coordinator? MVP caliber, caliber year, almost won the Super Bowl. Almost won the Super Bowl. Uh, offense coordinator gone. Nick Sirianni in. And Nick Sirianni's been exposed from the looks of things. That Damn. team was lifeless, just completely lifeless. I picked them last week. You did not. And you were on the right side of that one. And I could see why. I, I could tell early. I was like, Tampa Bay is just better. They're just better right now. They have more life. I could tell that five minutes into the game. The game would have been over much sooner if Tampa Bay's receivers weren't dropping so many passes. But, yeah, uh, Nick Sirianni has shown he can't coach. <laughs> Essentially, this that that's what I've seen. This uh, You start out 10-1, and one, and then you just, I mean, catapult off the... Uh, things don't go downhill. They, they catapulted downhill. It... That was as disastrous of a bad stretch or into the season that I've seen in a long time. I can't remember the last time I've seen a team fall off like that. That seven was seven of their last eight. Terrible. Yeah. And and got blown out. I mean, just got yeah. blown out in this this game at Tampa. And that's a nine and eight Bucks team, you know. And Baker's had a good year, and he's ba but he was banged up coming into this. But he lit them up. He lit Philly up. Uh, the defense couldn't tackle. The offense looked <laughs> just impotent. You know, just yeah. couldn't get anything going offensively. Running, throwing. Uh, like I said, defense couldn't tackle. A lot of those touchdowns Baker had were like from broken tackles. You know, that one really long one was just a, a – should have been a five-yard play turned into whatever it was, 60-70, something like that. Yeah, that's uh, – Sirianni back. It's kind of weird. You think so? Especially with that fan base. I mean, that fan base, it matters in Philadelphia. I mean, they send out surveys, you know, to their fans, to their, their ticket holders every year. Uh, the the Philly fans, I mean, their opinion matters. People listen to talk radio there. That stuff matters in Philadelphia. I'm not so sure. I, I would not be surprised if Sirianni's out. In fact, I would say it's probably 60-40. He's gone. You can't be a Super Bowl team, go 10-1, and one, and then collapse like that and expect to have your job back next season. And I would not be, be surprised if he's gone. I've, I'd be interested in, especially with Harbaugh out there, 
Yeah. So say go after Harbaugh. Yeah. I mean, you think that team's going to look lifeless and essentially quit at the end of the season with with Jim Harbaugh as the head coach? Say what you want about Harbaugh, but his teams are physical and they are always ready to play and they always have a chip on their shoulder. That would be that would be quite a fit uh, in in Philadelphia. Uh, Harbaugh that would that would be a lot of fun. It would it would be good to see him in San Diego too or San Diego, um, L.A. with the Chargers. But that would be very interesting. Philly yeah. and Harbaugh. I would say it's sixty forty. He's gone. Uh, Sirianni, that is. What about Mike McCarthy? What do we What do we throw the percentages out there for him retaining his job? Uh, knowing Jerry, it's probably yeah seventy thirty. He's gone. <laughs> I mean, they look terrible. I mean, they look terrible. Just unprepared. Yeah. The Eagles look terrible. At and, least we don't this... have to hear any more. Here we go for the rest of the year. So I'm <laughs> I'm pumped about that. Yeah, it didn't annoy that doesn't annoy me as as much as it does some, but it is very unique. Didn't Jordan Love do something like saying, "Here we go," like on the toward the end of the game? I had heard I, I had heard he did I something like that. How about the Packers, by the way, just drafting stud quarterbacks, uh, year after year or decade after decade, essentially at yeah. this point. I, Looks like they got another one. That dude. He made me lose fantasy football championship, and yeah, and then he went out there and took care of the Cowboys, so he looks good. Yeah, George, I mean, he threw 30 touchdowns this year, first year as a starter. He didn't look, there were times during the season he looked, he struggled. Yeah. But first year quarterback, that can happen. Looks like he's gotten it together right now, though, at the right time. Uh, So, I mean, shout out to Matt LaFleur and Packers coaching staff and I mean Jordan Love. I mean getting it done, getting a big playoff win. I mean one one in dominant fashion. As far as M- McCarthy goes, like I'd I'd say it's probably sixty forty. I'll say the same thing. Sixty forty, he's gone. It's weird to say that you go twelve and five or whatever it was, uh, but to get blown out like that, especially knowing Jerry like uh, we do and we've seen over the years, I would not be surprised for coaching change is coming that game was over midway through the second quarter man like yeah it wasn't even a good game no we had some really good games that wasn't one of them okay so i picked the browns to beat the texans you did too right yeah i did i did and man were we wrong yes we're and i'm a as big of a cj stroud fan as there can be love yeah. cj stroud yeah i just thought you know just getting to the playoffs was enough it was en- enough to say it's been a very successful year for the texans to go from as bad as you were a year ago to getting to the playoffs i think it was huge and having the rookie of the year what looks like the franchise for the next at least decade i'd say successful season but to then go get a playoff win against at Cleveland against the Browns, against that defense, and Stroud just lit them up. I mean, just looked like the absolute stud that you and I both know he is. And yeah, 
dominant fashion. And Flacco was very Flacco. Two pick sixes. Those two pick sixes, man. Just, ooh. Yeah, it was, and, it was over. Well, and here's the thing. I, I didn't see the first half of the game. I, I went to Lone Oak. I had taken my lawnmower to Lone Oak to get it, like, put away uh, for this snowstorm we had coming. Because I was like, I'm not using it again until spring. It's out in the open. I got, like, a tarp cover thing for it. But I was like, no, let's just get it, let's get it put away, you know, with, with all this winter weather we got on the way. And so I get it put up. So it's a process, right? I got to go to Lone Oak, get a truck. I got to come to Cabot, get everything. And then I got to go back to Lone Oak, put it up. By this time, it's the second half, you know, of that game. Otherwise, I would have been sitting in the recliner in there and watching. Yeah. And sure enough, at my grandma's, TV turns on or game gets flipped to that and i'm like whoa yeah you know holy cow like i had no i was surprised i was very surprised seeing the score but then as i sit here and talk about it with you should we be i mean stroud being cj stroud and flacco knowing what we've seen from him all season his tendency to throw it to the other team he'll make plays but he'll make you know head scratching plays too and like we say that about Josh Allen, but Josh Allen is Josh Allen. He'll he'll make up for it on the very next play with a seventy yard bomb. Joe Flacco's not gonna do that. He's he's not gonna come back from a lot of those mistakes. Yeah. He's not gonna rip off a fifty four yard T D run or anything. Uh yes. We're gonna get we'll get to that too. But as I sit here and spell it out with you, I'm not I can't say I'm that surprised that at the outcome. Uh, had you told me beforehand, I would have been like, wow, the C.J. Stroud story continues. The legend continues to grow. Yeah. But still, it, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it's, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised, but then again, I am. You know, for the Texans yeah. to just completely 180 it like this, pretty impressive. Did you, did you see the uh, photo circulating around the internet with, uh, oh, Watson? Looking towards Stroud, like in pure disgust. <laughs> I did Just, see that. Is that what it was? I mean, that wasn't like doctored or anything like that. that I don't think it was doctored or anything. That was after the game. Like, yeah. And I also seen where uh, they're saying that Stroud's touch is so good that Watson wants a massage from him. I did see that. I did see something along those lines. And I did see the photo you're talking about. Um, I guess I would be annoyed too but i don't know about to that level of disgust at the end of the day you're still like you still have 230 million dollars in the bank even if you don't play another down and yeah hadn't done anything nothing no but to be yeah to sit there and see this rookie just come in and light it up and steal the show as you've been sitting the sidelines and really didn't do much while you're in the game or you you know out there on the field all season yeah, I, I could see why you'd be a little bitter about it, but that's not C.J. Stroud's fault. Yep. Um, yep, that's, you know, I, I, the injuries aren't his fault, but he just hasn't, he's not the same player anymore. And it's it's sad to see in a sense, but then again, you're not going to have a lot of people feeling sorry for you. Uh, Deshaun Watson, that is. All right, enough enough with that. Let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, Chiefs. Thump the Dolphins. Uh, Chiefs thumped the Dolphins. Mahomes cracked his helmet. 
and it wasn't like a devastating, you know, like collision. That's just no. how cold it was. You know, that, that's how cold it was. Like it just made, I guess, the helmet that more susceptible to cracking and boy did it. I mean, just chipped the whole piece off. That was pretty wild to see. I, watching it live before anybody even said anything about it, I was like, his helmet's broken. <laughs> like it, it, something <laughs> happened there. And he's just, he's acting like it's nothing. It's like it reminded me of Terminator, you know, when he, he's getting like in these massive fights with another Terminator, T-1000, uh, TX, whatever and the third one was. And, you know, like half his face is missing or, or, or the actual skin part's gone. You see the underneath the robot, cyborg, whatever it is. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Uh, just the, but it was just an interesting visual. But the Chiefs looked like the Chiefs. Like they, we, yeah. we've had concerns about them all year. There weren't any concerns Saturday. I mean, the Chiefs, Chiefs looked playoff ready. The, the cold had no effect on them. Uh, Kelsey had a few drops, but still had pretty good numbers. Rasheed Rice stood out. He, Rasheed Rice has become the player that I thought he, he, he became in that game the player I thought he could be all season i was like this is the guy this is going to be the next guy like the guy that's gonna he, he's gonna he's not gonna be tyreek hill but he's gonna play that role like he's yeah. going to he's gonna be the number one receiver yeah if you're if we're not counting kelsey and he had that kind of game he had that kind of game saturday and yeah sure surely he's just gonna build from there I mean, Mahomes has had to, you know, gained a little trust with him there. Uh, going to be a much tougher test, though. Is it Saturday or Sunday they play this Saturday? I Sunday. believe it's Sunday. Okay. But, yeah, Chiefs, I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, Chiefs looked like the Chiefs, so that was good to see. All right, let, let's just let's go ahead and talk about that one. Uh, they're at Buffalo this time, not at Kansas City. Yeah. So they're not finally not playing a playoff game at Arrowhead. Going to be at Buffalo. Those fans are going to be wild. I had I even heard a story today. Uh, you know how the Bills are constructing a new stadium, right? Uh, there, a fan apparently fell into like a pit, like like a a hole that or, or a pit in the construction area. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. All right, but you know, kind of probably know where this is going. Okay, so, and after this happened, after, I don't know, some, something about it after it happening, uh, the Bills started going on this winning streak. Because, you know, they, they turned things around. They went from, like, 6-6 six and six or whatever to a playoff team and as hot of a team as there is in the league right now. And ever since then, every week, uh, the Bills fans have sacrificed a fan by, like, them falling into the pit, dropping themselves, being thrown. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I just heard it. Somebody telling me about it. And I was like, I love Bill's Mafia. Yeah. Uh, that that doesn't surprise me the least bit. You know those fans are going to be absolutely nuts this weekend. I I very much look forward to that one. I'm going to I'm I'm going to watch every game this weekend. I'm going to make it a point to watch every game this weekend, barring something happens, you know, wild. But I'm really, I love these matchups. 
and we're gonna we're gonna do so okay let's let's uh let's put the pause button on that let's uh, let's do some more recap on uh, uh this past weekend's games all right we both whiffed on the rams pick but i'm not surprised at all i'm glad it happened yeah yeah i was pulling for the lines i really i tweeted that i really want this for the lines and how could you not like seeing that atmosphere and ju- just, you know, knowing the history of the lines, how they've embraced this team, embraced Jared Goff, Dan Campbell. How could you not love Dan Campbell? I mean, if you're a football guy or gal, you got to love Dan Campbell. And to see them get their first playoff win since 1991, 1991. I was telling my niece this last night. I was like, guess how old I was at. Yeah. <laughs> this this time in 1991. Well, her response was, I don't know, 14. That was her response. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, thanks, Haley. I was six, but <laughs> yeah, she said, I don't know, 14. Yeah, 1991. Last time the Lions got a playoff win. Wrapping uh, it up in kindergarten. Yeah, that's that's where we're at. Yes, but to have it against. Stafford, like your old quarterback and, and the Rams, like that, it's that's some Hollywood stuff that you, I don't know, man. You you can't even make that up, really. I mean, that's just you could, but it's almost like not believable. You know what I mean? Like it's uh that's that's storybook stuff, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh great game, by the way. And I mean Stafford played lights out. Stafford made throws. It was. I mean, it's very Mahomes esque, and and Stafford's yeah. been doing it. He did that. He's done stuff like that before Mahomes. It's just Mahomes made it famous, right? Mm. But Stafford's no look passing it. He had like an under the no look sidearm. Yeah, that well, one he, was. He had like you like know a how submarine. You, like, you flip, yeah, you like you flip it under, and he he yeah. did that a play, and it was a perfect spiral. Like yeah. it was, it I thought was my TV glitched. <laughs> like what happened? I I think I was on the fo- on the phone and I did something like, "Oh my, I can't believe he just did that." And they're like, "What?" And I described it. I was like, "I can't believe that that really happened." It looked like whenever you hit the wrong button for the receiver on Madden, just like shoots <laughs> off the wrong way. Like, yeah. I, okay, yeah, I'll I'll go with that. And it was like, and it was a perfect spiral, and it was on target. I mean, it was a perfect pass. At Stafford did that all game. Stafford made Stafford had an amazing season, especially toward yeah. the end. I mean, played lights out. Uh, Detroit was just a little bit better. I love the aggression down the stretch, putting it in Goff's hands and winning it that way, not running the ball and then punting. Like, yeah. no, let's go get this first down. In very Dan Campbell fashion, loved it. Uh, loved to see the Lions get the win. Love that they're moving on. And hosting another playoff game this weekend against Tampa Bay. So, all right. So, fun to see. Uh, Like, we touched up on the Bills. Uh, Bills blew by the Steelers. No surprise there, right? No. The Steelers looked like the Steelers. I mean, they, they were tough. They were... They were game. They were gamers about it, right? I mean, they were they they came into it slow start. Offense looked inept, but they made it competitive down the stretch. But the Bills still held them off, took care of business. Josh Allen's whatever, what fifty five yard touchdown run. 
It was something like that, something stupid. Yeah, so stuff that only Josh Allen's going to do. Like you're only going to see that from Josh Allen. Uh, like I heard this comparison. He 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 does like Cam Newton runs, but he throws like Elway. And you want to talk about a dangerous combination? Can you get more dangerous of a combination than that? Not none that I can think of. No, exactly. Uh, Mike Tomlin apparently told his team today, I believe it was, he will return as the coach in 2024. He said this to his players. Uh, what did you think of the way he handled the uh, the press conference uh, when Love the it. reporter asked, you know, asked a question about his future? Loved it. Ain't got time for that. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. It's a fair question from the reporter. Of course, being having some reporter bias from me is a fair question. It's it's something like people want to know. Yeah. And, but it was funny that he just got up and left. I mean, I, I was admittedly humored by it. But Tomlin will be back. They just need a quarterback. Pittsburgh needs a quarterback. They got everything else. Just need a quarterback. That's easier said than done, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. If I'm them, I'm looking into trying to make a trade for one of these guys. Maybe a Jaden Daniels. I don't know. But I don't, I don't know that the... I don't know that the front office uh, is going to be, or at least everyone upstairs, the Roonies and all that, are going to be quite ready to give up on Kenny Pickett yet, considering he is a pit guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out, but if you, this is a really good quarterback class. If you got a chance to move up and get one of those guys, like I said, a Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Caleb Williams, they're going to be gone. You know, but I don't know. Maybe try to make a move for a Jaden Daniels, or somebody's going to be there. I mean, I mean, there's there's going to be a player there. I Pittsburgh's got to find a quarterback. That's all they're missing. Okay, how about Tampa Bay? All right, let's touch talk about this a little bit more. Tampa Bay blowing out the Eagles. Well, how do you feel about Baker Mayfield? Are you happy for him? You you if he's full on got a swagger back. By the way, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very very happy for him. I mean, you can't root against the guy. You, we we like him, but he he's that guy. You're either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it. And I love it. I love yeah. I love seeing chip on your. This is who he is. I love seeing chip on your sh shoulder, Baker Mayfield. He's got that. That's his edge. You know, that's it. I mean, Tom Brady had his edge. Uh, Michael Jordan had his edge. You know, I mean, they he made an enemy out of you. He took he'd take anything, any little thing he said, and find a way to turn it into turn it into a strength for him. You know, I'm going to yeah. use this to my advantage. Anything uh, for bulletin board material. Yeah, and Baker, this is just how he plays. I mean, the, if you want the best of Baker Mayfield, this is what you're going to get. I loved it, and considering how his career's gone, I'm happy for him. Uh, happy for that team. I don't see them getting a win this weekend, so we'll go ahead and make our picks there. But still, I mean, I think that's awesome for Baker Mayfield. What do you think of it is a fair number for him contract wise? Like, what do you what do you offer him? Because he's in a contract year. Do you make him? Do you make him the franchise at least for like the next four years? And if so, what are you paying him? How old is he? Was he? 
I'll say this. If Baker's if if I'm the front office there at Tampa Bay, I'm saying four years. I, I I'll give you a four year. I don't know. Hundred dollar deal. Twenty five million year. Or hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, four yeah. years, hundred million. Twenty. Try, see if he'll get twenty five million a year. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair offer. And yeah, he could play hardball, but I think he really likes the situation. I don't know that he's going to do that. All right, so let's get to it. Let's uh, let's make our picks before we get out of here. All right, Houston at Baltimore. Who you got? Baltimore. Same here. Love C.J. Stroud and his story, but I think the story yep. ends there. Uh, sat- Saturday, Saturday game is the first game, three thirty p.m. on ESPN. Game after that. Uh, we've got Green Bay at San Francisco. 49ers. Yeah, yeah, same here, 49ers. I think it's like a nine-and-a-half uh, point uh, is the spread. I I wouldn't – Green Bay could possibly come within that. But either way, yeah. I got San Fran. Okay, and then the Sunday matchups. You got Tampa Bay at Detroit at 2 p.m. I got Detroit. I got Detroit in a close one. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Same for you? Yeah. All right. I think it'll be a close one. And here's the last one. The, the And this is the the Brady, the Manning-Brady, Brady versus Manning of this generation, Mahomes yeah. and Josh the, Allen. Mahomes' first road playoff game. Yeah. And, boy, we are all, we are all going to be tuning in. Who you got? Let's end the show here. I've got the Bills finally pulling it off. I re- I'm 50-50 down the middle with it. I really like Buffalo. I like this Buffalo team. The fact that they have a running game now. Is, but as much as I love Buffalo, Patrick Mahomes is still him. I cannot bet against him. I wouldn't bet against Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match, and I'm not going to bu- or bet against Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game. I got Chiefs. So, Chiefs, you got the Bills. We'll see what happens. Till then, we're going to get out of here. We'll see y'all next week. This is Grand Pal. Brother Brown. Deuces, y'all. Peace.